Episode of DWN Productions THC Podcast, sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts. Here, <clears throat> sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts. I'm pretty sure I said that shit here at boygob.com. Now, with uh, what I would assume would be about 400% more nose blowing, Joe. How are you doing? Tom, I got to say, ye of little faith. Uh, you know, uh, okay, so I don't have a lot of faith in this podcast, but you shared with me earlier this week another podcast that you listen to, I guess, on a regular basis. And that podcast seems to have like thousands and thousands of listeners, and it sucked. That was like, like fucking horrible. Uh, but they're, they are probably names. We are not names. Uh, but man, man, that was really bad. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm guessing you're sick, man? No, just allergies. Oh, allergies. Yep, the allergies got me. Yeah. A.K.A. I got AIDS from getting fucked in the ass all the time. Allergies, we call it. <laughs> So from now on, folks, when we say allergies, it means Tom got fucked in the ass. Uh, but, yeah, man. I uh, bled enough to get hepatitis C. Yeah. Well, tough shit. But, the, but how was the rest of your week? You haven't had allergies all week, have you? <clears throat> today? Yep. Just today. <laughs> oh, shit. Just today. Uh, I don't know. It was another week. I uh, finished everything up for Frightmare, got the last piece done yesterday. So that was nice. 
I thought like every year it was going to be up to the day that I'm leaving, but uh, yeah. it luckily, is no. Because uh, I'm thinking like, hey, you know, this is a good seller. I need to take this. Oh, no, this is a good seller. I need to take this. And then like probably this week I'm going to go through my bins that I have packed. And it's like, nobody likes this shit. I like this shit. You know, so I'm probably going to leave this behind. And then people are going to ask me, hey, did you bring this shit? No, I didn't bring it. Because nobody buys it, and now you want it. But you're the only person that wants it. So, you know, fuck me. And fuck you. It, it's it's always a guessing game of what people want. What people are willing to spend money on, I guess. Right? Right? Yeah, I, uh, I fucking never know what people are going to want. Everything I think's cool. Nobody gives a <laughs> flying fuck about. Yep. So, uh, we'll see. Yeah. I uh, I was looking at the shit for this year. It's like uh, a lot of my own designs. Probably hang on to that stuff for a while. So we'll see how it goes. Plus, yeah. with it being in this convention center and. Everybody thinking they're going to be able to drink and, hey, maybe you're a millionaire and you can afford convention beer prices enough to get drunk. But, yeah, that's a, the way I'm going to be. It's like, hey, I just made $100. Maybe I can go buy a beer. Oh, Lisa wants one, too. Hold on. Let me. Uh, Got to sell let, another 10 shirts. Let me make another $100. You know, no, no, got to raise my prices, Tom. You heard it here first. Breaking news. Uh, I am finally having to raise the prices. So this year again, it's going to be $15 each across the board or two for 25. So when you say, do you have a deal? Yes, this is the fucking deal. Okay. <laughs> this is a fucking deal at the convention because I doubt. You're going to find anything cheaper here. Uh, Except I'm, if you fucking catch me on a Sunday after I didn't sell anything. The only thing cheaper will be my asshole in the men's bathroom. Yes, that maybe, but not the shirts. Mm -mm. Not You'll need something shirt. to clean up afterwards. <laughs> right, so. well, you know. <laughs> if I still have socks. Maybe use those first and just hit me the extra 15 bucks you were going to spend on a fast custom shirt. To... But then anyway, after the show, I'll try to find Tom because I don't know where he's staying. I don't know where any of my other friends are staying. We'll just try to find each other and, you know, get drunk in proximity to each Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a guessing game. It is for everybody. And even for uh even for Texas Frightmare Weekend, it's a guessing game for them. It's it's a like they don't know what the fuck either. You know, it's a new thing for every you know, we just all of us hope it goes well. As Use well as win, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So today, Tom, let me tell you about today. Um I spent my day 
trying to avoid watching the tomato movie that I didn't really want to. But, you know, eventually I tried to. But, so, uh, like, there was a tree in the back that really needed to be trimmed for a long time. It's a trash tree, you know? It's a fucking weed that grew into a, a tree. And I should have done this, like, years ago. But it's like, well, fuck it, you know? Today I grinded some metal down, and I always, like, well, I smell like shit. I look like shit. Might as well go tackle that tree. And I did, you know, knocked it down. And then at some point, for some reason, I was wearing my glasses right here, you know, where I wear my glasses. And they slipped out. And I'm like, I'm looking around for my glasses. And I bend over to to get them. I find them. And turns out there's like a little grate for the sewer there. And as I'm getting my glasses, my phone drops into that fucking sewer. It's like, well, shit. How the fuck am I getting? Oh, right. Well, I've got children here. Hey, let me call one of the children. Like, you can get down here. I, I tried. You know, I can't fit down there. You know, my head can get in. But then my body, Tom, is a little too fat to get into a sewer grate now. You know, as a kid, hey, you can hop down there and go and play or whatever. Uh, did you ever do that? No, I uh, knew about the clowns that lived in those sewers. <laughs> okay. Well, we did that as kids, but that was before the clowns. Uh, I thought, you know, it's just right there and get it. And then, you know, and as old Holland is walking up, I thought, no, he's not going to be able to do this. You know, he, he, this isn't for him. So I just like go back and, uh, I fucking, you know, unscrewed the, the old pole to the, to the broom, put a bunch of tape around it and just got it like that. You know, I was innovative. Tom I was innovative, did not risk any children, but that would have been his chance to meet the Ninja Turtles and, uh, nope, didn't get to meet them, but, uh, but yeah, and then I did slice my finger with the uh, with the saw at one point. But hey, it wasn't a deep cut, you know, not like the deep cuts we'll be talking about, right, Tom? <sighs> Guess not. All right, keep going about your supposed men's work. No, that's it. That's it, Tom. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been to your house. I would say. The uh, trees would be more comparative to bushes, so I'm kind of interested in this size of this branch you took down. It wasn't see any uh, pictures. It wasn't a bush, but it was it was a pretty tall tree. I you know I broke it down. There's another tree that yeah we're gonna hire out somebody to do it because it's way way beyond. Uh, anything you know the uh the fucking root around it or the stump is like three of you which that's fucking huge that is fucking huge so we're gonna have somebody do that but yeah you know i did what i could tom i did what i could <laughs> you know and you know i'm prone to allergies too but i'm not a bitch so i got out there and did it did you it doesn't sound it like you did much well, that's okay if you don't think so, Tom. You know, it's not like 
<laughs> All no. you said is you dropped your phone and you cut yourself. You didn't say anything about taking the actual tree down or doing well, those any are work. The highlight. You know, people <laughs> know about, you know, taking down a tree, what that entails, you know, but I had some other things that happened. <laughs> you got injured twice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe. So, hey, Tom. Hello. Since you don't want to talk about your week, what did you watch? Oh, I watched a uh, documentary on Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, I love her. I know. That's why I watched it. I Our old girl would... from Mahia, Texas. Mm-hmm. To give you something to talk about. And this continues Netflix's streak of uh, just having complete fucking garbage. And Netflix seems to love these little documentaries. Was this all one part or did they do it in like two or three parts like they always do? I think it was just like a hour and maybe an almost two hour documentary. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. Uh, it was more uh, just hey, let's focus on the negative stuff and all that. It was more of like a tabloidy thing mm. instead of like an actual well-made documentary on somebody's mm. life. Yeah, uh, even though she had so much positive to give, they focused I mean, on did, the did she. You're you're a fan, so uh, you tell us every you tell us the uh, Vicky Hogan or Nikki Hogan story, bro. Well, she was a small town girl that like rose from working in a Dairy Queen to just you know going to working in a in a strip bar, but getting out of that situation, becoming a a big Hollywood movie star and working for guests and doing all kinds of shit, Tom. Well, I think the guesswork came for before the uh, quote-unquote big Hollywood movie star. I don't know what a big Hollywood movie she was in because this documentary didn't really cover that, Joe. Those fuckers. She, uh, they didn't talk about the Hudsucker proxy? No, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Great movie. Cullen Brothers movie. Wait, yeah, they might have talked about that very, very briefly. Sons of bitches. Like, extremely briefly. She's in a barber shop or some shit. Oh, well, you've seen the movie. i just seen the documentary, so I don't well, fucking know. Right, but Anyways, we're talking about uh, the documentary here, so fucking fill us in, you fuck. Yeah, I mean, not much. Uh, this was kind of a seedy, just uh, tabloidy documentary, so no one of really any importance or merit was in this. I think, like, her step-uncle, who looked like one of those dudes who has a butthole mouth, he has uh, fucking no teeth, he's an old, crusty cowboy. And when I say cowboy, I don't mean, like, the one that actually does cowboy work. I mean, like, the one who dresses like a cowboy but probably smokes meth out of pop cans and shit. 
So uh, that guy will call him old butthole mouth. So we had that guy who was fucking talking, and every time he opened his mouth, I wanted to fucking puke. And uh, then we had some old fucking stripper, and she was just like, well, yeah, I met her up at the strip club, and we became lovers and shit. She was the love of my life. I bet you didn't know old Nicky was a lesbo now, did you? <laughs> and then she goes to fucking Hollywood. She's being seen with, like, random fucking uh, guys just whoever, but she's supposedly a lesbian with this fucking other broad saying. She fell in love with some fucking old oil tycoon guy. They got married. He died. She didn't get shit because the son got involved. It was just like, come on. Obviously. He gave her millions of dollars and shit already. And, you know, if she fucking blew through that, then I don't know what to say. But he was obviously fucking old, had dementia or some shit. We all know what the fuck's going on here. Come on. So the fucking court sided with him. It's 17. Fucking she got knocked up because fucking her husband at the time. It's 17. Texas was uh like was one of those who's you staying in the house woman you can't go anywhere i'm gonna go out and work and probably get my pecker sucked by a man but you can't go anywhere you stay in this house so she was fucking lonely she said oh if i have, if i have a baby i won't be lonely as no mouse so she has a fucking kid man that's a great uh impression Evander Nicole. Can I mean, it's part, not far off. Did you do off. some more of that? No, it isn't. Well, Joe, I don't know if I really can, but I was <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, she uh, fucking grows up to worship Marilyn Monroe and all this shit gets all drugged up, fucking has an overdose, goes on Larry King. Larry? I seen the light and all that shit. I ain't never gonna do drugs again. And then she does drugs again and dies. Oh, fuck. So, I mean, it was just scandalous shit. The movies, her movies, big Hollywood pictures, as you call them, uh, they showed a clip from the Coen Brothers thing, I think. They uh, had a fucking video of her on the phone talking about the fucking mask. I guess she was supposed to play the Cameron Diaz part. <laughs> Other than that, it was just talking about how her son got hooked on the drugs she was on and shit. And she just moved to Hollywood, started doing hard drugs with a bunch of homosexual gentlemen. And Tom, did she fuck Stanley? Uh, the comic book artist, the world-renowned creator of comic book art and comic Every book comic words. Book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It didn't say it on there. Hmm. Okay. It just kind of came off like she was. She was. She was down for whatever, Joe. I don't know. Uh, 
she's saying like, oh, I was from this broken home, blah, 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 and all this shit. But then her lesbian stripper friend was just like, that was my story. She just <laughs> took that from me. And her mom was like, uh, Vicky or Nikki, whatever. That's probably Nikki. I can't understand the way these so do you think, Texans talk. Do you think that maybe Guess or like some of these other, uh, not Hollywood studios, but studios that made movies with, with Anna Nicole should like find this other stripper and since she was the original and like definitely not with this other stripper looks like she has a shit ton of cats son (laughs) okay it's just like oh yeah she's just like she's like oh she looks normal maybe grandmother now Maybe probably a grandma, probably a great grandma. You find out she was a dirty old whore. <laughs> sorry, sorry, stripper, 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 stripper. Then the more you hear, it's just oh yeah, this bitch's bags a kitty litter right next to the fucking <laughs> fridge. Cat box is probably right next to the oven. Everyone's just like, oh yeah, I can't wait to eat here. You fucking idiot, bitch. Take that shit at least to the bathroom. Fucking, if you got fucking pads in your house for your dogs just to piss on and shit, why don't you go fuck yourself, okay? Just take the time to hook your dog up to a rope or whatever. Take it outside to piss. I don't give a fuck how little, how big your dog is. You shouldn't have fucking pads of old fucking dog piss just romping around your fucking house, okay? Mm. At least train your dog to open fucking bottles, pissing them, and put the cap back on. That I'll approve of as long as they are in a garbage can afterwards. Do amazing shit, and yes, they can do that. You know, dogs, you know, dogs are a reflection of their owners. Dude, I'm going to pan this camera right down, and it's just going to be like rows of brawny paper towels filled with my piss. (laughs) Bad Riley. <laughs> Riley. <laughs> the fucking goddamnedest thing, Joe. <sighs> I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but I open the door, walk outside, and there's a fucking dead bird on the ground right there by the door with its head ripped off. Only a little bit of fucking something connecting it. You threw a brick on it anyway. <sighs> Oh, God, I got to get hard somehow. I just got the dustpan, kind of used my foot to put it in there, tossed it in the garbage. How the fuck did she get a bird? Did she sprout fucking wings? She's a badass huntress, man. Fucked. Fucked. Uh, Anyways, I mean, maybe if you're a fucking house marm, some fucking... Uh, TMZ type motherfucker or something like that maybe watch this movie but uh, it's fucking bullshit it's uh, very poorly made it's not interesting it's pretty much hey fuck this bitch I don't know uh, you're a fan of hers probably just so you can manipulate yourself I would not assume you're an actual fan of this woman's body of work Jester surgically augmented body 
which uh, the surgeons did do a good job from what I've seen in skyscrapers in that movie where she whacks off in a bathtub. But uh, I don't think she's like, oh, the fucking hottest broad ever, drop down, fall out. Even Lori walked in when I was watching. She's like, oh, she's really pretty. I was like, I guess I don't really see it, but you don't to like, each their own. You don't like really pretty Texas women, Tom. That's the thing. I don't know. So anyway, like Tom said, give it a watch or don't. I don't probably fucking won't. sucks. But uh, Tom, I watched a series. I finished a series, a six episode series called Robert Kirkman's Secret History of Comics. Do you know who Robert Kirkman is? I do. And I love the book. You do. You fucking love The Walking Dead, right? Fuck, loved it. Yeah. So he's now one of the image heads, you know. He is. And Fuck. We'll, we'll get to that. But uh, so this, you know, it's a six-issue thing. The first thing they do, of course, they talk about uh, Siegel and Schuster, the guys that created Superman, how they got fucked over. And then they talk about Jack Kirby and then uh, and Steve Ditko. And then the next one, they talk about uh, the Wonder Woman guy. But that <laughs> is primarily so they can talk about the Wonder Woman movie the, that came out at that time. Uh, a lot of this show is like to promote the movies that are coming out, the comic book movies. It's really fucked up. It's really like not very good, but it's produced really well. So the next episode after that is a weird one. It's like 9-11, and it's how the comic book industry responded to 9-11, Tom. Do you remember? Changed forever. Do you remember how it changed comic books forever? Where were you? When Hulk held up that American flag on 9-11. Do you remember when Dr. Doom was That's there? This is going to be my next one. <laughs> when Where Dr. Were you Doom was When crying. Dr. Doom shed a single tear because of 9-11. Now, Tom, you and I... Where were you when Kingpin looked over all the dead bodies at the Trade Center during 9-11? Now, we don't write comics, right? But do you think <laughs> Dr. Doom, given his history, given the, what you know about this character... Where were you when the Green <laughs> Goblin was flying towards the Twin Towers on 9-11, <laughs> saw the airplane coming towards it, and turned right fuck around because he wasn't really that bad of a guy on 9-11? Do you think... Oh, man, it's such bullshit, right? I love where were you when Johnny Quest friends Haji? I just want to know where he was on 9 11. So let's say how it changed the comic industry, how everybody came together, how, like, no, we needed to to do things to, to, like, we need to, to show everybody that there's unity in this world. The only people that would have fucking notice this 
were fucking nerds like you and me, Tom. Where were you <laughs> when Magneto realized that human mutants aren't really that far apart in 9-11? Right. And then the next month, they got to go back to their storylines. Hey, fuck y'all, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> Where were you <laughs> when Green Goblin really did turn out to be that guy who flew right into the side of the Chrysler building on 912? <sighs> Fucking prick. I was like, you know, yeah, yeah. So we had to do some special issues just with pinups, you know, and, and people. And we're going <laughs> to. Where were you when they drew sexy rogue on a beach and all the nerds bought it way before 9-11? Who wants to see Cyclops in a Speedo playing volleyball with Angel real homoerotically way before 9-11? So, yeah, at least Joe didn't freeze up. That's all right. So after that, there you go. Issue is all about milestone comics. You remember them, Tom? <sighs> I know Mile High Comics. Yeah, well, Milestone Comics was a <laughs> comic imprint that was all done by. Black creators, Tom. African-American creators, they might have been called at the time. And this was uh, Dwayne McDuffie, Dennis Cowan, uh, a bunch of other guys that nobody else would know. Uh, but <laughs> they had like five comics to come out. And and Black Lightning wasn't one of them. No. Or no, Static that, Shock, I meant to that say. That was God DC. Static it. Shock was. Yeah. So it was like five different uh, issues, different uh, titles. And they were okay. They were okay. I would say the 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 crowning achievement of that was introducing a, a artist called Jean Paul Leon. But uh, but it it's interesting because it talks about how like hey this was like a big thing for them, and then all of a sudden it wasn't like so we're like hey fuck you guys, you guys go do your own shit, and it just went. Within within a couple of years, but it's cool because it's about a, a couple of guys that were like best friends as kids, and this is all they wanted to do was make comics, and they came out and did it, made their own imprint, and I don't know. Supposedly, milestones still a thing now. I don't know. I don't know. But you read a lot of Milestone comics, right, Tom? Yeah. All right. So the next <laughs> episode. I want, I, I read, my favorite was The Man with Very Bad Credit. The next episode, the last episode, is about image. All right. Hey, hey, no, you know, image. You know, they broke away from Marvel, they did a lot of shit. Uh, Robert Kirkman is now a partner with Image, so of course he's going to talk about them. But uh, it's cool because it talks about how their breakup with Marvel and shit, that how they went and did their own thing. But then it kind of talks about how they like broke up with each other. 
and like how Rob Field went and did his own thing because he's like the fucking baddest ass of all of them. He's not, but he, you know, he thinks he is. And and they talked to uh, Todd McFarlane. Tom, he <laughs> talks like. I this. think you gotta do it a little uh, lower there, Joe. Uh, no, I I think I'm doing it right, Tom. That this is the, uh, what the you're way doing he is talks. a little bit is a little bit too much from the nose. <laughs> So don't do, uh, don't do it so much from the nose. So yeah, a lot of talk with him, and you know, and they actually talk to the other guys that are not so popular, like Willis Patasio and uh, uh, who is it, Jim Valentino, who is a fucking terrible artist, uh, but he was a part of them, you know. And it it talks about like how yeah, this was all about the artists and their their stories were not existent mm, shadowhawk's pretty cool mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see now one thing that's that's that i thought made a lot of sense that uh that the robert kirkman says is okay okay so these stories seem like they were written by 14 year olds and they were aimed at 14-year-olds, but they had badass art. And he goes, but the thing is, I was a 14-year-old at the time. So it was the greatest thing ever. So I thought, like, yeah, Tom was probably 14 at the time, too. So he probably fucking loved it. Or right? younger. Yeah. So this this was, like came out when you were like around that age, right? And you loved it, right? Yeah, it was probably younger. Yeah. So, yeah, it talks about them, how, how fucking great that was for them, and then how all of a sudden they, they like, just broke up. And then mm. it shows, like, but then we all got back together later on, you know, and, like, we figured, you know, you know, we need to put this back together. So they're taking all these pictures and showing all these conventions, but the person that's not there is Jim Lee. You know, <laughs> so we're like, hey, that was their biggest get, I think, at the time. But now he's, you know, the president of DC Comics. So, Overlord. Yeah, yeah, he's not just going to go hang out with these fucks, you know. <laughs> yeah, fuck y'all. You know, I'm, I'm Jim Lee, motherfucker. And I could probably still outdraw any of you guys because he is. He's a tremendous artist. But uh, yeah. That episode was good. Milestone episode was good. So if you're a big comic nerd like me, I'd recommend this show, especially those two episodes. What'd you watch, Tom? Nothing. No? Oh. Well, Tom, I rewatched a movie called uh, Sauna. You ever heard of this one? Yeah. Yeah? You're a big fan of this one, right? No. Yeah, me neither. I mean, it's okay. This is a uh, Finnish movie. Yeah, I like the ones uh, that are from Starta better. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, but this one's about a group of people that are commissioned to map out 
the new border between Sweden and Russia because their war has just been over. And so you got one pe people on one side, one people on the other, and like, and one cartographer that's just drawing all the maps. And they, uh, well, the people on the Finnish side are, or Swedish side are not very nice, Tom. They've just killed a dude and left a girl to die in a pit. But that doesn't matter. They just walk off and they go to a swamp. Well, let me ask you this, Joe. Oh, ask Did me, they Tom. at least have the decency to leave her fulfilled? No, because they're uh, they're Swedish. So, you know, they get to the swamp and they get to the middle of the swamp. There's a village there that's never been charted. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? And there's a sauna there. I don't know what a sauna is. I guess it's just like a building where people go to sweat. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's it a house of humidity. Have you been to a sauna, Tom? Uh, like if there's hotels and shit mm -hmm. that uh, they have them, I'll be like, yeah, I'll sauna it up. Otherwise, if I'm at a hotel, I'll usually make a sauna out of the so bathroom. Do you say, like, you sit around naked with a bunch of men is what it is? No, that's gay. Gay men? Wear a towel. On your head? <laughs> no, Joe. On your waist. Like a gentleman. Okay, so, yeah, it turns out, like, there's some entity there that's starting to kill people, and, well, I don't know. But anyway, this one, going in the box, Tom. Going in the box. Mm. What did you watch, though? I mean, I could talk about Killer Tomatoes Strike Back since you didn't watch it, I guess. Did not, but did you watch anything else? I think you did. No. I watched a movie called Friend. And this is a, uh, is it Korean, Japanese? It's one of these Asian country movies, Tom. And it is about some people, some group of guys, four group of guys that are friends. You know, they're childhood friends, Tom. And then they go to school, and then they're still friends, and then they go to high school. And then it's like, it turns out like, hey, two of the guys, their parents are involved with the mom. So they're not going to be friends with the other guys for very long. In fact, they might be in, end up enemies with each other. Sure enough, that's what happens. And then it's all about the war between those guys. And like, hey, are they going to stay friends or are they going to fuck each other over? They're going to fuck each other over, Tom. Not good. Uh, no, the movie's good. No, it's not good. I don't know. This is a weird one. So what did you watch, Tom? I watched uh, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back. I could talk about that. I, I know you didn't get a chance to watch it, even though you had the... Yeah, so, the Tom, stuff I for over two weeks. Showgirls from Beyond Infinity, not Showgirls, Slave, Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. Now, this is about two bimbos that break out of a slave ship, and they like take a spaceship, and they're taking off. It's like, hey, yeah, we're free, but oh shit, the spaceship's fucking up, and they have to crash land on a planet, Tom. They get on the planet, they come to a castle, and like 
oh, you know, what's going on here? And there's this like guy, this pompous guy says, hey, this is my castle. You know, you can stay here, you know, and like eventually we're going to play a game. And Tom, the game <laughs> going to play. It's one of the most dangerous games, Joe. The dangerous game, Tom, as he's hunting them, hunting them for their lives. Uh, you've seen this one before, Tom. You loved it. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I would say for a $40 movie, the uh, castle looks surprisingly well. Shit, I didn't even read Spider-Man's. I just thought about that right now. But anyway, mm. yeah, the castle. It's all right, Joe. I'm starting not to care about this either, so it's all right. Don't worry about it. The castle, yeah, looks good. Um, Elizabeth Caton's in it, so that's always nice, even if the movie sucks. You know, she's a team player, mm -hmm. so you'll probably, you know. And it's uh, it's just a really cheap, nothing happening, just girls walking around in jungle wear for the uh, sake of walking around in jungle wear to for the uh, people who like to whack off to such things. Yeah, no, the women look good, but uh, the movie is not. It's just what I remember. It's just uh, very boring, not a lot happening. Uh, I think it's a Roger Corman thing. I cannot remember, but uh, it has that feel where it's just, oh, wow, how'd they, how'd they get that castle and some okay props? Oh, we shot pretty much five of the same movies here this week, so we still had a couple hours in it, so we just got what we could. So it's not like they actually spent the money. Oh, we got this castle. But ah, no, we got it. So let's use it. Throw bullshit around it. I can't remember if there's any dinosaurs in it. But uh, if there are, I'm sure they look fabulous and flawless. I'm trying to remember. If they were. I can't even remember. This movie is very forgettable. It is. It's just uh, ladies in jungle attire. I mean, so after before... that, um, the last movie I watched is The Green Knight. You ever heard of this? You ever seen Sir Gawain and The Green Knight? No, have I'm not ever, an 824 fan. Sword of Valor. Okay, because those are both the same story. This is about a... Uh, well, this one takes a little bit of liberties. To, first of all, it has a... Uh, Middle Eastern guy playing Sir Gwen, which is a, a bit odd. He's not British, but anyway. Where were you when the green brown washed the green night of 9 11? So, anyway, you know, as everybody knows, the green knight comes into. King Arthur's castle and says, Hey, is that what he calls his ass? <laughs> what do y'all want to do? Like, motherfuckers, anybody wants to fucking like take a take a swing at me, then I'm gonna take a swing at you a year later. So they think, well, fuck, then I'll just cut your head off. So they cut his head off, Sir Gwen does, and uh Green Knight just puts his head back on. Hey, see you in a year, motherfucker. <laughs> 
then the rest of the movie is about Sir Gwen trying to like well fucking grow up and be a man, quit being a bitch. And um his quest, you know, he sees giants, he sees ghosts, and they're all trying to teach him something, but he doesn't want to teach them because he's or learn because he's Middle Eastern. And it's fucking weird. But uh this movie's good, Tom. It's a good movie. I dug it. I don't think you would like it at all because you don't want to grow. You don't want to learn. And like you would think it's like, hey, man, this movie's just trying to make fun of me. And, you know, so don't watch it. But everybody else, watch it. Learn something from this. And keep going. Keep, keep going and keep growing. Sounds like uh, you could just, uh, you know, watch a version of this with a gentleman with a pumpkin on his head, and you'll have a much, much better time. You won't have to sit through any medieval bullshit. I don't even know what Tom's talking about, but he just like, hey, if there's a pumpkin, he's going to love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are your pumpkins doing, Tom? They're growing. They're good. Mm-hmm. That pumpkin juice has been working. I think the uh, <laughs> sprouts are about a foot now. So they're holding in there. Thank you for asking. Yeah. What else did you watch, Tom? I watched uh, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back, the third Killer Tomatoes movie. Oh, yeah. Is that streaming anywhere? Uh, no, but uh, if you were setting links where to watch it weeks ago, I was you know, set- you think you'd be able to just plan ahead and no. not just bumblefuck on the last day, but that's yeah. okay, Joe. Gonna, like, You're an you important said, man. Hey, you got many things to do, and that's fine, links, Joe. It's like, hey, Sunday is the day I set aside to watch shit for this show, and it's like, hey, look, Tom sent me a link fill- filled with viruses. Like, all I'm going to do is click on this link and it's going to say, hey, you know, click on this to do this. It's like, nah, I don't think I will. Hey, click on Your phone might be filled with stuff to begin with. So, Tom, uh, next time you pick a fucking movie, why don't you see if they're fucking streaming anywhere? That's some bullshit. Or we just don't pick any more movies if you're not going to watch them. It doesn't matter, really. I'm cool with that. This is your show. I don't give a fuck. It's fine. Yeah. So, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back. It is the third in the Killer Tomatoes franchise. Uh, None of the characters... No, I take that back. There are a few characters that come back. Don't forget to start with the theme song. Oh, that's terrible. Yes, from what Wikipedia said. Right. This was the only movie out of four, so it's kind of weird to just bring that up when it's not like a 12 thing. To But this movie does not use the iconic song, uh, Sing It Now to Yourselves, if you would like. But uh, John Aston does return as Dr. Gangrene. Igor returns as Igor. The... Uh, Fucking nipple head with the uh, rebel flag patch on his fucking uh, uniform with the parachute and shit from the first and second one. He returns as like a newspaper, like he returns as the J. Jonah Jameson 
of the universe. And the whole time he's acting like, oh, I don't fucking believe that tomatoes are killing people and shit, but you've been through the last two movies. Why is this hard to believe? It's uh, kind of weird because the whole movie set up like, oh, tomatoes are killing people. Ah, we don't believe that. That's stupid. What the fuck's wrong with you? But the two other movies happened. So what the fuck kind of sense does that make? And then uh, Dr. Gangrene, he's trying to control the world through like shitty TV. It's not like even any kind of tomato plot. He has little tomato creatures that he made just to be his henchmen. Or I guess the movie's Gremlins recently came out. So they just kind of have him act like gremlins. There's a bar scene where they're doing wacky gremlin shit in a bar. And just feels uh, a little off from the rest of the series it doesn't have as many of the goofy dad jokes and shit like the other just the cornball ass fucking jokes that the other two movies were filled with this one does not have that it has some but not a whole lot uh yeah this one this one really wasn't good and I remember liking this one a lot I guess it was just because of the tomato creatures or whatever but yeah, this one uh, kind of sucked. It was really hard to get through. The plot wasn't really easy to follow because there really wasn't much of one. I guess it was just trying to make fun of talk shows of the time and just being zombified by junk television or whatever. But yeah, pretty, pretty fucking lousy. Uh, we got one left. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'll watch a couple episodes of the uh, cartoon again. And then uh, next week I will wrap up the uh, Killer Tomatoes movies. And, and we'll you never, never like have to talk about these again. It? Yeah, there was some stuff that came out around the uh, cartoon. I think a lot of it was based off that. Now it is uh, pretty fucking expensive. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's all relative. But uh, for Killer Tomatoes merchandise, it's no, it's crazy. But I mean, there are hardcore uh, fans of the shit out there. Probably mostly due to the uh, cartoon. If I would have to say, that was on uh, for two years on Fox when Fox Kids first started. Couple years ago, I watched some of the episodes. It's like, oh, yeah, that kind of holds up. We'll see how that goes next week if it does or not. But I remember the uh, cartoon being okay for what it was. But I don't know. Something's telling me next week ain't going to fucking hold up. And uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, Tomatoes, Tomatoes is going to be the best one. But uh, we'll see next week. Or we won't. I don't give a fuck. So, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, anal number 10. This one's an extra long issue. Uh, J. Jonah Jerklin, he's fucking mad because sales at the Daily Bugle have been slipping. He says it's because fucking all Spider-Man's foes are in jail and locked up. So Spider-Man doesn't have anybody to fight. 
Uh, so Spider-Man comes across a kidnapping hostage situation. He breaks in. He's able to uh, free one of them. The guy who's doing the kidnapping and the hostage thing escapes with one of the hostages. Spider-Man meets up with him, beats him up within an inch of his life. The uh, kidnapper gets away. J. Jonah Jerklin's meeting up with the scientist who made the uh, scorpion costume, or I guess scorpion in general. Like, God damn it. We need more fucking supervillains. Here's some money. I'll fund you. I need fucking, instead of putting this money, I guess he is. Because he he's funded creating the, his own stories. And from the beginning, right? Yeah. So now I guess he is uh, helping his paper by funding these villains for stories. So, uh, that dude, the kidnapper, washes up on shore and uh, stumbles upon them and says, oh, I'm fucking dying, so just fucking work on me. And they turn him into the human fly, which is just a fucking dickhead and another stupid fucking costume with fly wings. And <laughs> Spider-Man beats him up quick and it's over. And that was Spider-Man anal number 10. It fucking so sucked, but it was long. Uh, drew this if you remember I'll check. it was different people i'll check it wasn't the same i gotta i'll read this i'll keep you know i'm sorry i'm a prick for not fucking uh keeping up with this shit i'm sorry tom i'm busy it's all right joe i don't care either no i had right. a, i had a busy week i know you love this shit and like when i fucking don't love it as much as you you get real pissed off so i'm sorry man i'm apologizing it's all right. Don't care. It's whatever. So you like lips? I like lips. Good. Let's yeah. hear your top five lips. So as Tom wanted to do, like racist characters, it's pretty kind of shit. I would have came up with something better. Yeah, well, this is all I came up with. Uh, at number five, Tom racially stereotypical fucking characters i had tony soprano from the soprano show because he is fat his name is tony and he's a mobster that's pretty racist wouldn't you think uh, i don't know i've never seen a uh, episode okay uh my number 10 is the, uh, you know, the older white guy who's just out for revenge after his family was maybe roughed up, raped, and or murdered. He doesn't have anything else to live for, so he's going out for revenge. See, obviously, I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about when you chose this list, so I went a little bit of a different way. Okay, at number four, I have uh, Fisher Stevens in Short Circuit was playing an Indian guy, an Indian guy scientist, because Indian guys are scientists, right? They know fucking uh, electronics and shit. But, uh, but yeah, they couldn't hire an Indian guy. They had hired Fisher Stevens. But the thing is, that's weird. Is that fucking one comedian guy doesn't want to cancel fucking Fisher Stevens. He canceled Apu. 
Rest in peace, Apu. You were a good dude. My number four is uh, any average corny-ass white guy Fred Willard plays. No one does it better. If you want a stereotypical corny fucking white guy, you call fucking Fred Willard, but you better do it on a Ouija board because he's fucking dead. At number three, I have Robbie Benson playing a fucking uh, Mexican gang member in the movie Walk Proud. And I encourage everybody to watch this movie because it is so fucking ridiculous. The way he talks and the way he portrays oh Mexican, you know, you know. I try, I try my best. Yeah, this movie is fucking great. Uh, my number three, I have uh, the old, the old white Texan, the old white angry, maybe probably racist Texan. Like a Cotton Hill type. You talked about before, Cotton Hill is my favorite character on King of the Hill. Excuse me, and he cracks me up. I'm sure in the fucking, no, he's fucking dead, so he will not be in the reboot or new seasons, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And number two. I have Ebony White from the Spirit Comics. This is a, a sidekick to the Spirit, and he is drawn with, like, huge big lips. He is drawn, like, the biggest fucking caricature. It's, uh, it's very offensive, but he's a pretty good character. I like the dude. My number two is like the uh, big, fat, rich, stereotypical Texan oil tycoon. More specifically, like Mr. Larity from Code Monkeys, where he's just ridiculous, has those stupid <laughs> oh, fucking totally. things and yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Would recommend. Mm. At number one. I have Long Duck Dong from Sixteen Candles, who is an exchange student. And the best thing about his character to accentuate his uh, ethnicity, every scene that he's in, they hit a gong, gong, you know, to show you. Yes, he is Asian. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry. Not right now. Yeah, I thought I was going to sneeze. He's not. He's just going to snort it back up. Like yeah, swallow it. So uh, my number one would be uh, the urban Asian or the chigger, as somebody would call it, 
that owns a convenience store? No. Who uh, owns a sushi restaurant in L.A. More specifically, G Fresh from Orgasmo. The uh, Asian people who act urban cracks me up every time. Every time. Go watch a double feature of Orgasmo and How High. You'll have a you'll have a good time. And Fred Willard's in How High, acting as a stereotypical white guy. Go watch How High. And uh, if we're back next week for uh, anything to watch, we'll uh, talk about our top five pet peeves, specifically dealing with conventions, since that'll be fresh in our minds. And if we are back next week, it will not be Sunday. It will be the next day, Monday, same time, 10 p.m. Central, dwnproductions.net, mask bus props, custom work, uh, custom work in July, maybe, <laughs> maybe August, kind of have a lot of shit going on the rest of the summer and uh coming up this week both joe and i will be at texas frightmare weekend don't drive to the airport because it's at the irving convention center dwnproductions.net after that fastcustomshirts.com is that tom said we will both be at that show if you would want to meet the fucking masterminds behind this show come up to texas frightmare weekend and just yell boy gob at tom's table don't yell at my table okay please but uh and then just fucking like ask tom like hey what are y'all doing in the fucking podcast and blah 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 and blah blah and uh tom always wants to talk about the podcast so get with him he loves it. He loves you. And, uh, yeah, fucking boy, God. Oh,